Welcome to the Yerdiwaze Front Page Podcast. In this episode, we speak to Dewa Dunizakta's Interim Workforce Development Program Manager, Gatsistokui Ojako, about a new program called Builders for the Future, which aims to train carpenters, electricians, and plumbers for the workforce. Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. My name is Jordan Standup. I'm the assistant editor here at Yeriwaze, and today I have a special guest in studio. I'm joined by Kazisto Kuyojako, who is the Interim Workforce Development Program Manager at Dewudunizakta. She's joining us this morning to talk about a new program that Dewudunizakta will help launch to help create some jobs in the community. So welcome to the studio, Kazisto Kuyo. So what can you tell us about this exciting new program that we're going to be talking about today? So the program is called Builders of the Future, and the title pretty much says it all because we're looking to offer carpentry, electricity, and plumbing competencies to Gahnawage Hirono right here in the community. So I understand that Dewadunizakta is actually not undertaking this project alone, but there are a few partners involved, correct? Yes, there are several partners involved in order to deliver this program since it is going to be running over the next four years. So it's uh, Dewadunizakta who is um, taking the lead in terms of coordinating the program and setting it all up. And then we have the First Nations Regional Adult Education Center. They are going to be hosting us in terms of allowing us to use their facility to for the students to study at in the program. <laughs> and then we have Lester B. Pearson School Board, who is going to be teaching the electricity and plumbing modules. And then we have New Frontier School Board, who is going to be teaching the carpentry modules. And lastly, uh, our funder for this program is Service Canada, who has approved us for funding for this project for $1.4 million. Okay, now, so you mentioned that the uh, project is going to be a a four-year project. The first cohort is scheduled to begin in the fall. Now, how long will each cohort be? Each cohort is going to be six months long. So for this year, it's starting in fall 2023, and it will run from approximately the end of September to approximately April. And so each year, that is going to be the schedule moving forward. So at the end of the first cohort, we'll have a closeout and we'll likely do a graduation ceremony and then prepare for our next cohort at this time next year as well. So how many hours are you looking at roughly for each cohort? For each cohort, they're going to gain approximately just over 600 hours for each of the competencies. So it's approximately 200 hours per discipline. So carpentry is just over 200 hours. I believe plumbing's just under 200 and then electricity again is just over 200 so approximately 600 in total now is this program geared toward a specific segment of the community is the requirements in terms of um are you looking at for adults you know those 18 plus or maybe 16 plus what are some of the uh eligibility requirements yeah so eligibility uh, would need to start at 16 years of age because there are prerequisites for the program that potential students need to meet however 16 plus is the is the age range that we're looking for it's really 
Kahnawakehronu who are going to be committed to this program and who are really interested in in learning about these different disciplines such as carpentry, electricity, and plumbing, and who want to pursue careers in these in these fields. And I do have a list of the of the prerequisites as well. Okay, and do people um, are people able to access those prerequisites if they were to uh, contact uh, Dewatu Nizakta if they're interested? They're actually on our website as of right now, which is www.dewa.ca slash builders dash future. And on that site, you can find everything you need to know about the program. And on there, we have an advertisement that displays all of the prerequisites for the program. Was there a reason why those three particular fields were chosen for this program? Or is there a lack in those specific fields that you mentioned before in terms of, you know, uh, carpentry, uh, electricians and plumbing? Yeah, I think we're seeing more and more that there's less and less students who are wanting to pursue these these different careers or not maybe not necessarily that they that they don't want to pursue them but there is a little bit of a barrier right now from what i've been told from our counselors at Dawadani Zakta there is a little bit of a delay in terms of students being able to get into electricity and plumbing as it stands right now because on the outside those are really popular programs and so there's quite long waiting lists as of right now for those two and then for carpentry in the community there's less students pursuing that career as well and so we're looking to fill the demand in terms of the labor market for those for those three uh, different careers so the the real incentive of this program is to not only have these Ronu to be trained but to also get them into the workforce as quickly as possible after completing the program right yeah so really there's two different end goals and you just mentioned one which is um, to, to have the students enter into the workforce upon completion of the program um, they would most likely be able to enter easiest into carpentry in terms of the workforce but the other goal is that students are going to get inspired to go and pursue their full DEP in either of the disciplines so carpentry electricity or plumbing and the benefit that they'll have is that not only will they be exposed to these three different disciplines and get to learn hands-on in these in each of these but it'll give them it'll give them insight on what they what they really want to do in terms of a career so they have a taste of each of these and then let's say two of the students are are really keen on plumbing and then they decide okay now I'm going to pursue my career in plumbing because I'm sure that that's what I really want to do and so we're hoping that it'll inspire them to also go and pursue their DEP so in that way it's a pathway to that educational program and career. Now I understand there's probably some people who are out there who are interested in the program and are thinking to themselves well how am I supposed to make money for six months while I'm in the program. However, I know that Dewadouni Zakta is able to help out on that end as well, right? Yes, of course. So as in any other vocational training program, Dewadouni Zakta is going to be providing student allowances to participants in our program. And so that allowance is dependent on how many dependents that a student may have, whether they're single or they have up to four dependents, those rates vary. Um, so there's support there in terms of the monetary benefit to study. And then we also are going to be offering anyone who has dependents if they meet the criteria to have uh, their child care costs covered as well. And because it's right here in the community, there's very minimal travel required of the students, whereas for DEP programs in carpentry, they have to go to Ormstown as of right now to study that to study that program. And then for electricity and plumbing, that's outside of the community as well. So that's another benefit is that travel time is very minimal for this program. Another question I think that would usually come 
about is with programs like these, you're going to need a certain amount of uh, equipment and, you know, tools and different things like that. But I understand that those will also be provided to the participants of the program. Yeah, it's going to be fully covered. Ewadanizakta from from our funder is going to be covering the costs of all of the program equipment and tools. Students are even going to personalize toolkits that they'll be able to uh, take with them upon completion of the program. So we have, we, as I mentioned, we do have program prerequisites. And so first is having a high school diploma. So as long as you have a high school diploma, uh, which includes Kahnawaga Survival Schools Diploma, it is um, also recognized that determines your eligibility for the program. If you do not have a high school diploma, there's the following criteria that you should meet. So be at least 16 years of age as of September 30th and have completed secondary four in English, math and French as recognized by the ministry. If you do not have that, you must be at least 18 years of age and have successfully completed the general development test. And if you do not have that, you must have obtained secondary three credits in English, French, and math as recognized by the ministry and are currently studying in a vocational program as of right now. So those are the different prerequisites that are required for the program for this year. And I just want to mention that if students don't meet any of those as of right now, what they can do is uh, register at the First Nations Regional Adult Education Center to complete their requirements and then apply for the following year. Because as I mentioned, this is a four-year program. So if students are know that they want to work towards being in the program next year, if they don't meet the current requirements, then we strongly encourage students to do that. And how many students are you looking for for the first cohort? Eight students in total for each cohort. Okay. And how do they go about actually signing up for the program? So uh, students have to apply to our program and what they can do is visit our website that I mentioned earlier, which is dewa.ca slash builders dash future. And what we are requiring for students to submit is their resume, their letter of intent, their birth certificate, a valid photo ID and proof of educational requirements uh, based on one of the following prerequisites that I mentioned earlier. It is more of an application based process because as I mentioned earlier, we are looking for committed students who are seeking to complete the program as there's a lot of benefits attached to attending. Has there ever been, I know that the the program is just, just getting started, but um, does it have the opportunity to grow legs in the future and maybe start including different fields that are related to, you know, carpentry and construction and different things like that as it goes along? I mean, it's it's definitely possible. You know, each year, I think we're going to, we're going to learn from how, how how year one went. That's why we do have that time in between uh, programs so that we can evaluate how year one goes and then look to see what modifications or changes need to be made for the following year. So the benefit is that this is a four-year program. So we're definitely going to have a lot of takeaways at the end of the four years and really see um, what direction we need to be headed in next for, for another training program at the conclusion of this one. Is there a reason why uh, there's a focus on maybe a smaller group of only eight students per cohort? Is it easier to maybe work one-on-one with the students in that type of uh, setting? It is more of a benefit for the students. As you did, as you mentioned, it is more of a one-on-one with the teachers who are going to, to be administering the program. But it's also, it's in response to, I guess, the trend we've, we've noticed during COVID where programs and trainings were being offered in the community. And there was kind of a low uptake by community members because the effects of the pandemic 
pandemic, right? And like maybe people weren't sure what they wanted to pursue or didn't have that motivation. And so we figured we would go with eight students in total so that we're focused on those eight and really there to support them and and with the end goal of having them complete the program. And this project sounds ideal for younger people who are just trying to get their leg into the workforce, but it also sounds like it could be really interesting for some older people, older community members Mm -hmm. who are looking to return to the workforce as like you said a lot of people were taken out of the workforce for you know due to covid or various reasons over the years so this might help them get their foot back into the door yeah definitely it really is for all ages for all types of community members it's really anyone who is interested in this program who is like you said wanting to return to the workforce if they've been out of the workforce for the last few years it's for students who just graduated who are maybe uncertain about what they want to pursue as a career or it could be somebody who's looking for a career change. So now that people know how to sign up and where and know a little bit about the program, what is the deadline for people to begin applying for the first cohort? So the deadline to apply is August 18th, which is a Friday. And you can find our application form, as I mentioned earlier, on our website, dewa.ca slash builders future. And in the meantime, it's really important to prepare those documents that are required to apply to the program. And I wanted to mention that if prospective students are looking for assistance with any of their documents that they can contact a workforce development counselor at Dewa who are my colleagues and are um, willing to help students prepare their documents. Well, I know we've covered A to Z about the program this morning, but was there anything else at all that you wanted to add? I just wanted to add that it's a really exciting opportunity for our community members to have this program right here in our community. It's, it's unique because students are going to get to learn three different programs and and competencies all all in within six months and that it'll really we're hoping that it's really going to inspire students to pursue careers in these fields and i wanted to mention that if you have any further questions that are not answered on our social media or on our website or by this podcast that you can contact me at dawadunizakta well good sister i just want to say nyawago for coming in this morning and telling us all about this new and unique program you're welcome Anna. Thanks for listening to the Yurdiwaze front page podcast. Be sure to check out our other podcasts like Yurdiwaze Profiles, Meatheads, and The Beating Table on Google and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your DWSA and its employees.